going to open up with that tonight. I just got a message from my wife. She said she loved me. Made me feel good. Amen. Somehow my iPad connected with my phone, and I don't know how. I don't know how to make that quit. I, I probably need to show one of the kids. They'll help me out with that. So, First Peter 5. Um, we're going to pick up First Peter chapter 5. Verse 8. And I'm going to read this out of the Amplified. And um, I'm going to read this out of the Amplified tonight. It says, Be sober, well-balanced, and self-disciplined. Be alert and cautious at all times. The enemy of yours, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, fierce, hungry, seeking someone to devour. But resist him. Be firm in your faith against his attacks, rooted, established, <laughs> hallelujah, immovable, Get, get, get that, rooted, because I mean, you know, you're know you not maybe seeing that if you don't have the amplified version, but rooted, established, immovable, knowing that the same experiences of suffering are being experienced by your brothers and sisters throughout the world. And in parentheses it says, you do not suffer alone. Father, tonight I thank you. I thank you for the word of God. I thank you, Father, that Lord, even as, even as we take time tonight to... To, to, to get into your word, Father. I pray that, that Lord, that, um, that, Lord give, us, give us hearts in here tonight to receive what your word has for us. Lord, give us, uh, give us great vision, Father. Lord, for our lives, for our families, for those people that are around us, give us great vision. Give us eyes to see everything that you have for us, Father. And Lord, I pray, give us, give us those ears, ears to hear, Father. I know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So, Lord, even tonight as we're in your word, let faith arise in Jesus. Jesus' mighty name, in Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen, praise God. Well, I'm in the, I'm kind of in the process of developing uh, a sermon, and I'm not going into a series, I, I felt, you know, as coming home as, uh, as Brother Don shared, I'm probably, he doesn't know yet, but I, I kind of like to hear the second part of his message, because I felt like he had a first part the other, other Sunday, and so I'm probably just going to kind of put him on the spot for Sunday evening. I, hey, Brother Don, you want to preach Sunday night? So, amen. So, because I, you know, I felt like he had a second part, and it was a wonderful word. But I felt as 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 even coming back from Hawaii, um, that you know, it's uh, to spend a little bit of time to teach some and, and to preach some around areas of faith, because I I, I know that you know uh, this past week, you know, when we when I taught that that morning or preached that morning, you know, it was it was in the area of faith that we overcome fear with faith. And so it's important to understand that that that's how we win. Amen. And um, tonight, I, I just <laughs> I kind of felt something rise up in me today. And um, and I think I've probably been this way for maybe a, a little over a week. I, I've you know, sometimes you get into a place where where you begin to war and you don't know why you're warring other than the fact that it's the spirit of God. And I'm, I'm telling you, like, to, you know, even tonight as we prayed, I, I you know, I just, I, I feel, I feel strength from the Lord. You know, the Bible says, even, even when you're weak, you're made strong in Him. Amen. So, you know, I, I know that in my own self, my natural man, my flesh feels weak. It's, I feel like I've been on a 21 day fast. I can and I haven't been, but that's how my body, my body feels. You know, it's just been that, it's been that time of just. I don't know. It's been a time of warring. I don't know if you've ever been there. I don't know if you've ever, you know, if you fast for any amount of time, even one day, three days, seven, ten, twenty-one days, thirty, forty. I don't know if you've ever done a forty. I've never done a forty. However, twenty-one days is, you'll you'll feel you'll feel like you've been whipped. But there's something inside of you stirring, and it's your spirit. And your spirit man yearns, and it grows. 
And, um, and that's, th- that's kind of where I'm, I'm coming from tonight. And I want to I talk with you about a few things because there, there has to be a determination in every believer. And are, are you with me tonight? Because I, I want you to jump on this really quick. You, you have to determine. I know we've talked about this year would be a year of teaching and preaching around sound doctrine. We understand the importance of sound doctrine because, you know, we know, we know that even as we read 1 Peter 5, there's an enemy to our faith. The Bible says that he roams around like a roaring lion. Doesn't mean that he is a lion. Doesn't mean that he, he, he pos- even possesses the char- characteristics of a lion. But he's roaming around seeking whom he may devour. So we understand there's an enemy to our faith. If you, if you don't understand that at, at, at its very ground level, that there's an enemy that comes against your, your life, that comes against your areas of faith, I, I, I would say you're here on a Wednesday night. Everybody here probably says, yeah, I understand there's an enemy to my faith. So I'm not looking at a crowd tonight that doesn't know that. But there's something in, you know, Philippians 3.2, and this is what I love, because see, you've, you've got to determine in your spirit, I know and I believe what I believe, because it's the very Christ that lives inside of me, amen? It, it's, the, it's the righteousness of Christ that, 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 that I live in. Philippians 3.10, it says this, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection, <laughs> that I may know him, that I, that I may know him above all else, that I may know him. Not know things of the world, but I may know him in the power, the resurrection power that raised Jesus Christ from the the dead. Guess where it dwells? It dwells in every believer. So you've got to to be determined, and you've got to determine in your spirit, I'm a child of God. And that power that raised Jesus from the dead, it dwells inside of me. No matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, (laughs) no matter the attacks, it dwells inside of me. Jesus is alive inside of me. No, you know, no, no, matter, no matter what your day may look like, you have to determine. Because can can, this is where I want to go tonight. Because you have to determine as a believer to, 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 to choose. Everybody say choose. One more time. Say choose. Because you have to determine to choose to have a good attitude. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, <laughs> Really? You, you have to determine in your life every day to choose to have a good attitude. And I'm going to tell you, it, it will take determination. It will take a tenacity. It will take, it will take faith to do that. Now, we know that faith is, is an active living thing. Faith is not dead. Faith is alive. It's like what I said last week. You know, faith, faith is something that you, you necessarily can't see with natural eyes. But when you see it and when it comes into existence, it, you're, you're not, you now can see it. So now you move into another, from faith to faith. Romans 1.17, you, you grow from faith to faith. So once you see something manifest, you get healed in your body. It doesn't mean that you just stand in line to wait the next time to receive a healing. You know, I, I, I'll say this because, <laughs> you know, anybody set their alarms? Anybody set their alarms this past week and and have your praise breaks? Because, see, if you begin to connect to the source, if you begin to connect to Him, that's when things shift. That's when things shift. That's that's when when we're connecting to Him, that's when things shift. We're not connected to the things of the world. We're not connected to 
you know, my stomach. We're not connected to we're not connected to to all this stuff. But when we're connected to Him, that's when things shift, and that's when things begin to change. Philippians three ten that I may know Him in the power of His resurrection, resurrection, and the fellowship of His sufferings, being conformed to His death. <laughs> it's not me that that's that's alive. It's Him in me. Amen. You know, I think about Paul sometimes. Paul says, I, you know, it's better that I stay. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to snort. But it's better, it's better, it's be, for your benefit, it's better that I stay. I would soon just rather go home and be with Jesus. But it's for your benefit. And I, I tell you, we can take a lot away from that because, you know, I, you, you know, when you begin to press and you begin to get weak in body and when you begin to, you, you begin to just, you, you close yourself in. I, and I'm going to tell you, there's going to, be, there, there's going to be even greater times that I feel like the body of Christ is going to have to be. I'm telling you, very intimate with Jesus. Very intimate with Jesus. Not intimate with things of the world, or your, not intimate with your feelings, but intimate with Jesus. Because we have a world that runs around that they're very intimate with how they feel. But you're going to have a hard time staying determined as a believer and as a Christian when you're worried about how you feel. You have to see what the Word of God says. No, doesn't matter how I feel. doesn't matter what I think. But, you know, Romans 12, 1, be, I, I beseech you, therefore, my brethren, you know, present, present yourself as a living sacrifice. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You've got to begin to see yourself as a renewed believer with a renewed mind. Amen. My own repeat tonight? <laughs> You know, in life, I've learned that keeping a good attitude, it helps you with your Christian walk. But I'm going to tell you tonight, it's a choice. It's a, it's a choice whether or not you choose to have a good attitude. You know, can I tell you that one of the things that, uh, about having a good attitude, it's a sign of Christian maturity. When you have a crappy attitude, or a, I said crappy tonight, so uh, if, you have, if you have a crappy attitude or a bad ad attitude, it's a, sign, it's a sign of immaturity as a believer. It would be considered as a Christian that's, on, that's basically on milk. They're, they're not on solid food. You know, Paul makes a reference of that. You know, I, I wish that you would get off the milk. I wish you, you, would, you would come into, you would, you know, just even get above the elementary things that I'm trying to show you. So it's important that we as the church, we as the body, understand that God wants us to, to, he wants to get us off of, uh, off of the milk and he wants to get us onto the solid things. He wants us to, you know, you know it, it, and it's so funny because in our culture, we, you know, the, the, the quarrels that happen, you know, e even with, with, within the body, it's alarming sometimes. And, um, and I'm, I'm not even going to talk about that tonight, but it, it's just... You know, what do you believe, what do you believe, what do you believe, what do you believe? And if you tell somebody, well, I believe what's in the Bible, well, no, what do you believe? I believe what's in the Bible. I believe all, whatever, how many pages? You know, I, I believe what's, ever, what, what's in the Bible, I believe. I believe the Word of God is true. And for most people that, you know, that they want to argue about this, that's not good enough. No, what do you believe? Are you a Pentecostal? Are you a Baptist? Are you a Bapticostal? I those are Baptists that clap their hands. Amen. So, 
Are you are you Methodist? Are you what what are you? You know, and it's like we 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 have a ten, you know we have a tendency to define define Christianity by by a denomination by by a group of people. But uh, you know, I, no, I believe the Word of God. Well, what kind? What you are you a full gospel church? Yeah, we're a full. I believe I believe the whole council. I believe I believe this is truth. I believe it from beginning to end. Amen. I believe that Jonah got swallowed by a well. <laughs> Really? Yeah, no, I believe that because it's in my Bible. I believe that I believe that Moses parted a Red Sea. Amen. I remember the first time when, when we were in Hawaii and we were teaching Bible stories to 14 and 15 and 16 year olds. They had never read the stories in the Bible. And I was I was sitting here thinking about how fortunate, you know, that my kids growing up in a church where where they were taught even just Bible stories. They were taught, you know, the parting of the Red Sea. And I remember sitting with these kids, 14, 16, 17 years of age, and we started talking about the miracles of God, the the great flood. We started talking about Jonah. We started talking about Moses and how he parted the Red Sea. They were like they they couldn't believe it. They were like, "That's in the Bible?" We're like, "Yeah," they, and they had never heard that. So we can never part. You guys, please understand. You know, everybody in here can get involved somewhere. That's what I love about this church. That's what I love about what we're doing in this on a Wednesday night. We've got youth. We've got young adults. You know, eventually we'll have kids. You know, you know little kids. We'll have, we'll have them. Because it's important that we sow the word of God in, in, into our children. You know, I, I feel, and I'm going to go ahead and cast the nets because I feel like that's one thing that we have to begin to prepare ourselves for because if we don't teach this generation even the general things that what the Bible says, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to, leave, they're going to leave this and think, this, well, I've, I've never heard that before. I've never heard about Moses parting, parting a Red Sea. So teaching our kids, training our kids, it's very, very important. Amen? Very important. Was my side note. You know, when I think about determination, I think about the life of Joseph, and um, and I don't I don't have time to go through, you know, all all of the life of Joseph, but um, but you know, we we understand that J Joseph was favored by his father. You know, he uh, he received a coat of many collars, <laughs> and uh, you know his brothers. His brothers begin to be jealous, right? And uh, we know the story, you know, uh, the, the life and the beginning parts of Joseph's life. And, and uh, his brothers begin to get jealous of him because his father favored him, giving him his beautiful coat. And, and, uh, and his brothers made a plan. They made a plan. You know, we're, gonna, we're just going to go off Joseph because, you know, we, he's the favored son. And they, they, they were jealous. And um, so they take his, they take his uh, you know, brother out, and uh, they, they're, they're determined that they're going to kill him. One of the other brothers says, no, 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 it's not killing him. Let's throw him in a pit. So Joseph's found in a pit, and uh, he's picked up. He's sold into slavery. slavery. I'm par paraphrasing a lot of stuff right there because J Joseph was a dreamer. Many of you guys know the context of the – and he had, uh, he had also prophesied and uh, shared, a, shared a word with his family that they were all going to bow down to him one day. As the youngest in the family, I'm sure that didn't go over too well, did it? So – Probably seemed as maybe Joseph was being arrogant, cocky, and uh, and uh, whatever. But Joseph had a word for his family that one day that uh, his family would bow before him. And uh, of course, jealousy, strife, all those things set against his family, against him. And we know, you know, we see his life. We see his life, you know, from you know from the pit to the palace. <laughs> from the from the pit to the palace, you know, he he's thrown in a pit. He's picked up, sold into slavery, and he ends up in uh, Potiphar's house. And, um, and, you know, and, and what, I love about, what I love about Joseph was his faith never wavered from God. You know, one of the things about Joseph in the story, 
Felt like I was going to puke, thought I was going to be sick. Come back here, I was like, ah, I'm okay. Jumped back in the van, started walking down the road, started praying. And after the second house, the fever broke. Because, you know, I, because, because I, you, you see this in the word. You, you, you see that, it, you know, my life's not my own. And I, and I believe that this is something that as a believer, that if we catch this, if, if we, begin to, we begin to obtain, we begin to obtain the, 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 this testimony in our own life that my life isn't my own. See, we can sing it, we can say it, we can pray it, we can preach it, but there always has to be an action behind it. And that action is, 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 is to become a doer of the word of God. So everybody here, you know, I, I, I really feel like one of the things I want to do very soon is, is, is to have a one-on-one campaign. There's no reason why, we, why you can't bring one. Some of you can bring five. Some of you can bring ten. Man, I, I, I've been feeling that, you know, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm not exempt from that. I'm not the pastor. So, well, you go do all the work. I, <laughs> we're here to work with you. We're here to labor with you. But see, that, that's, and, and please understand, I, th- these aren't negative things that I'm trying to make. It's just I, I feel that we have to get to a place where we're determined that whatever, whatever the cost, whatever the cost, we're going we're gonna to win. We're going to win, and we're going to stay winning for Jesus. But see, the, 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 the Lord restore, restored Job because Job started doing for others. That's determination, period, 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 Minister Mara said. So if we can take our eyes off of us and begin to put them on others, shifts happen. Shifts happen. I think about the, the, the great revivals, <laughs> the Welsh revivals. We love to read the stories of how... The animals wouldn't move because the people that, that, that went and got saved in, in the Welsh revivals no longer cussed their animals. See, the animals, the only way the animals would move is if they cussed them. They, they used bad words, swear words to get their animals to move. But what happened was when they got saved in, his, in these revival meetings, God cleaned up their mouths. And so the animals were confused. The animals wouldn't move because they were, the only commands they knew were cuss words. Pubs shut down. You know, in, in that part of the world, I mean, you know, alcohol is like water. You know, everybody, everybody went to the pub. pub drinking was a, was a natural thing. Everybody drank. But when revival broke, what happened was the pub shut down. And everybody ran. <laughs> they ran to be in meetings because the power of God was there. People got determined. And you know what determination does? It, it, determination has a voice. You've got to learn to use your voice. You've got, to, you've got to determine in your heart to use your voice. You know, if, if, you, if, we, if we knew Jesus was coming back in three weeks, what would shift? If, if, you, if, you, if we honestly knew the time period in which Jesus was going to return, what would we actually do? How determined would we become? Wouldn't we make some decisions? Wouldn't we, wouldn't we say, oh no, I've got to go do this, I've got to do that? 
We have to live, we have to live with the determination because Jesus, we all understand, can come back at any given time. We're like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what, what, if, what if we did know? <laughs> oh, my. Wouldn't we be like, let's go, let's go, let's go. You know when the missiles went off? <laughs> you know, I was in Hawaii, and uh, we, were in a, we were in a prayer meeting at 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock in the morning, doctors praying. We're probably, I don't know, 12, 14, 1,500 people in the church in a prayer meeting. And you hear, across the whole prayer meeting. And everybody grabs their cell phone. And the look on everybody's face was like, oh, Jesus. And they were, everybody's face was like, we're going to die. We're all getting ready to die. Intimate threat. This was the alert. I think I took a picture of it. I'm almost certain I have it. Intimate threat. Ballistic missiles arriving in Hawaii in eight minutes. Eight minutes. What do you, what do you have to, what, what do you got time to do in eight minutes? Uh, that's what we did. That's what we did. We walked up. I was standing beside Pastor Bracken. Pastor Bracken said, you got that right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I did. I guess call Miranda, I reckon. Yeah, that's, that's like my first response was, call my wife. You know, could be the end of the world. They, bombs might be hitting these. I don't know. You, there's a lot of things that go through your head when you got a text from the government that you're getting ready to get bombed. <laughs> well, where are you going to go? We're on, a, we're, on a, we're on an island. Where are you going to go? You going to go put your head in the water? I mean, it, you, you, there's no place to go. Uh, a volcano cave, maybe, you know, a lava tube. But they were putting kids in sewage drains in Oahu. Families were throwing kids in sewage drains. And people were freaked out everywhere. So we walked up front, and we give it to the doctor, and the doctor looks. He's like, hmm, okay. Well, we should pray. We should pray more. You know, and I'm going to tell you, we were praying a little bit when he said that. And then there was a roar. Guys, I, I hadn't heard a roar like that. 1,500 people praying. I mean, you heard like speed tongues. You, I never heard speed tongues like that. But you, everything went into a rapid roar. People screaming, people weeping, people crying. I was a part of that for a second. I was like, well, I better go tell my wife goodbye. You know. I'll tell it, finish the story. I walk outside, I call Miranda. I said, Miranda, he said, listen, um, we got a missile attack coming to Hawaii. It's, it's about six and a half minutes left. Just called to tell you that I love, her, love you. She started laughing. <laughs> she thought I was joking. <laughs> she was like, would you quit? I said, no, Miranda, I'm serious. Everybody here, we're in a prayer meeting. And, and uh, she's like, oh, you're going to be fine. Let's pray. And I was like, okay, let's pray. <laughs> I thought, I called her, honey, I love you. I'm gonna, you know. None of that. Let's pray. Let's pray. God restores us through prayer, through action, through doing what he wants us to do for others. See, Jesus came. Who did he come for? All of us. He came for you. He came for me. He, he came for every sinner. He came for the world. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. God so loved the world. He loved the world. So he gave his son. So he came for humanity. Isn't that amazing? He came for me. He came for you. You've, you. Please hear me tonight. Get determined. If you're not having your praise break through the day, get determined that you're going to do that. Get determined that you're going to read your word. 
Get, get determined that you're going to get, get, get determined and make decisions that are, that are going to advance your life, that are going to advance the kingdom of God. Make, make decisions that you're going to get determined wherever you're at that I'm going, to, I'm going to do. I can do it here. Because once you start doing it here, God will take you over here. See, I, I, you know, think about it. I know God brought me here. I, I know, I don't question that. But, you know, God, God brought us here so that, we, so, that we could, so that we could see. We could see the gospel go across the state. I don't know what that looks like yet. But I'm determined to see it through. Amen? Let's go ahead and stand tonight. Whew, I got a whole other second part of this. Praise Jesus. About finish it up maybe Sunday morning. Anybody get anything tonight?